Okay, with director uh, Nicholas Corrado and producer Ella Evans, The Door is the short film uh, played at the uh, the LA Feedback Film Festival, winner of best performances. Uh, this was a student film, correct? For both of you, both of you people. Yep. Yep. I was going to say both you gentlemen, and I realized that that was, that was very <laughs> offensive. So I said people, but then that's even more offensive. So I hope that. That works. No, <laughs> you just say it like in Philly, use guys. Yes. Yeah, use guys. Yeah, use guys. Use guys. So uh, LaSalle's, the Sales University, correct? That's in Pennsylvania? Yeah, DeSales, it's uh, Center Valley, Pennsylvania. It's a wonderful film school. Where is that I mean, located? it's a school for everything else, but uh, I want to say like an hour away from Philly. Okay. Um, what are we like? Would this be like the, like the east, like southeast Pennsylvania? I'm not sure. Yes, on the southeast side, southeast probably about side. an hour so outside of Philly. Philly country. Yeah. I guess it's Philly. Yes, country, yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you if you're born in that area, you're you're uh, like a an, an Eagles fan or a Phillies fan. You you root Pretty for much. the Philadelphia teams, I guess, right? Not the Pittsburgh teams, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Okay. Nah, that's too far. <laughs> gotcha. All right. So the door. What an interesting film because there there's a definite uh, genre and tone shift, right? Where we're why we're watching this film and it's we're into it because. You know, we've seen this kind of conflict before. Two brothers are talking, they're hunting, maybe not necessarily seen the hunting before, but there's this connection that they have. Obviously, there's this fam- family conflict that has occurred. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you just like three minutes in, you decide to shift the, the genre and give us a new, uh, brand new film, correct? Pretty much, yeah. It's, I always like to say there's a part A and a part B to this film. And there is a very, uh, you know, obvious change uh, when that all happens. So when did you, where did you come up with this, this kind of idea for this film? So uh, it was actually started by my, uh, my now fiance, uh, my girlfriend. We started it uh, around five years ago um, as a creative writing project for her. And uh, I just jokingly was like, uh, she was asking me for an idea. And I just jokingly said a door, not knowing, you know, where it would take us. Uh, and then as we, you know, shot a couple ideas around, uh, the idea just kind of kept forming and forming and forming and snowballing. Uh, and then we, you know, decided, like, let's bring in a cult. Um, and then, like, later on uh, with, you know, the feature, we have much bigger plans for that. Um, but at, with this short film, I wanted to essentially make a proof, a proof of concept for that piece, uh, that feature film. So it's essentially an alternate version of the beginning of uh, what I want to make. Gotcha. So then, so then you have the, you've written the entire feature. You kind of just give, gave us the first 10 minutes, I guess. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. So how does it work with, so Ella produced the film as well. So where do you guys obviously know each other from school? Yes. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So how does how, Ella, how do you get aboard his project? Um, that's kind of a, uh, it was kind of a ride. I wasn't originally on um, the ATL team. Um, and, uh, it was kind of every senior had to be in a, a leadership position for the class. So I was kind of bouncing around a couple other projects and, um, Nick was gracious enough to reach out and be like, Hey, you want to come on board? I was like, yes, absolutely. I love the producer role. I'm the, I like to say I'm the weirdo who enjoys paperwork. Um, I like organizing information and scheduling things. Um, and so, uh, I read the script and even during um, the pitches, all the seniors had to pitch um, 
I remember being like, oh yeah, this is the one. This is the one that's going to get made. And this is the one that's going to do really well this year. It's attainable. It's pushing the limits creatively, what we can do without totally being too much that any of us, you know, could actually handle. Um, and uh, I did vote for the door um, when we had to pick our pitches. And so I was just really uh, grateful that Nick, uh, you know, brought me back on board and, and uh, we were able to make it work. It was a, it was a ride. It was a lot of fun. You guys, I'm so happy you, for that. Did you guys know each other before that? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We were, I joined what, like a semester after you joined? Yeah, so we essentially went through the whole like kind of like two year process. We were both transfers into the school. Neither of us were there from freshman year. Okay, where did you where did you guys transfer? I'm just so, curious. Where did you transfer from? From I came from um, Bucks County Community College. I'd gotten an associates in film and then um, transferred in. So we were both kind of the outsiders of of this really wonderful group of people but also you're kind of coming in and I was like oh you're a freshman it's like no I do have a little of knowledge and I kind of know what I'm doing yeah um I came from uh, Northampton Community College and I also got an associate's uh degree for you know radio and television production there um and then I kind of took two years off of college and then I went back uh, in the uh spring of 2020 when the world ended Gotcha. Great time to go back to school. Great time. Well, I, I, the world didn't end. I guess it just <laughs> it set, it fell apart for like a yeah. year, and then we got back to normal. Yeah. Well, I, I, has it been normal? I don't think. I think it's shifted to a different time zone. Yes. Think, right? Yes. It's weird. It's it's very strange now. Um, you know, there's before, and then there's now, and it's you want to go back it's... to the before times, but you can't. It was very difficult in a, such a collaborative field and industry to all get sent home midway through a semester and be like, okay, finish your projects. <laughs> like, how do you expect us to do that? And then even with our senior projects, typically you would hire, quote unquote, hire the underclassmen to help on these projects. And previous years had 30, 40 people on crew. Mm-hmm. Then we show up this for our senior year and they're like, yeah, you can have 10. Like, are you really? Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to make this work. It was, it was a ride. From some, someone who knows a lot about independent film, that could have been a blessing in disguise. Sometimes too many people on a, on a student film set can be your, to your detriment. So when did you guys shoot this? Like what month? This was in April. So we April of like 2020. Like the- 2021 Um, so I remember yeah so we had I think it was like the the weekend of like April 15th April 16th or something like that Um, we shot the entire cult sequence within four days Uh, so that part b sequence I was talking about that was all done in a four-day shoot and then we went to uh we took I think it was a week Mm -hmm. or two weeks um a a little break and then we went right into uh, a two-day shoot for part a Oh, and so you did, the, was... you did the first part last, I guess, right? Yes, because I wanted to make sure that we, I, I saw the the clearing, the the part B, the cult scene, as like the most difficult part of production. And I wanted to make sure that we had enough time, if we had to do reshoots or if we had to do something else with that scene, we, you know, we had that time before our summer started and everybody had to leave. 
we were also up against um, a time window where we had struggled to find a location and people who would let us in, especially with COVID. Um, and so our cinematographer actually found that location, which was uh, Pennsylvania State hunting land. It was game land. And so they're like, you can come this weekend or you can come in June because we're right in this gap between seasons. There'll be no hunters there. You guys can come in. Yeah. But if you miss this window, it's going to be months before you're out. And again, we're like, we'll take it. We will take it. We will come. We will film. Nicholas, do you hunt? I do not. Uh, the actual, like, the one person who really helped uh, with, you know, the hunting mannerisms and especially like the way you hold the gun, that was all Jesse Crumb, our cinematographer. Yeah. Um, I knew that I wanted them to be hunters and I, I was giving him ideas and, um, you know, like clothing ideas and all these types of things. And he's like, listen, that's not how people hunt. And he showed me, you know, like how it is. And, and, uh, I really appreciate that. So we got that, uh, you know, that onset experience help. Well, there's something, there's something, there's a, that like, obviously I'm not going to get, I don't want to give away too much, but basically there's something interesting about them having guns, but then also being the victims, I guess, right? Or the ones yes. who are the hunted, I guess, by what do you want to call it, the spiritual world, I guess? I just call them the cult for right cult? now. Okay. Yeah. So that's sort of the full extent has yet to be revealed. A different kind of, their bird watches, it's a different kind of vibe and feel, I guess, right? Mm hmm. So. So then their brother, okay, so like, so then you, yeah, it does work. It does, the shift does work. It's something that's very, been very, um, you didn't see it often. Like in the last five years, you kind of just kind of see this kind of like genre shift, I guess, right? In films and TV, like, uh, like Barry, the TV show Barry, like obviously Parasites kind of gives us a shift to tone. Is that kind of where you get these ideas or like, the, is that where you were inspired? Like was something, was there a movie that inspired you? My main thought was how uh, with horror recently, I haven't really felt like I've been able to connect with it in any kind of a way. Um, you know, you have a horror film, you have its premise and you have its characters, but uh, like at some point you need to have a connection with those characters. Otherwise the film is just kind of like, you know, just something you're watching. It doesn't impact you, you can't connect to it. So I wanted people to care about these characters before I put them in a situation that's uncomfortable. Um, Cause you don't, if you don't care about what's happening to the people on screen, you don't have that feeling of, I want them to get out of here. I want them to escape. Yeah. And so then sort of like, you could like an emotional kind of like, instead of just being scary or gory, there's like, there's substance to that scary and gore, I guess. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, that makes a lot of sense. And so, so that's sort of what you want to do with when you make the feature, I guess, right? Yes. Yes. Um, it's, I, I really want to focus on characters. I feel like horror films, um, you know, you have elevated horror and I can't say I'm a huge fan of that. Um, the door is essentially like a, a, a big metaphor, but I also want to have stuff on the surface level that people can enjoy without having to, you know, look into every little detail in my film and, uh, find it this hitting meaning. Um, so I, you know, I, I need people to care about my characters. I need people to get invested in my story. If I'm going to, you know, have them along, I don't want to just string them along with nothing to, uh, to, you know, take away from it. Gotcha. 
So what was the, so you shot for four days and you shot for two days. Uh, obviously the two lead actors are kind of the key to your film. Where did you find those two gentlemen? So I will start with Isaiah. Isaiah has been a close friend of mine for years now. Um, I used him uh, kind of to have like a demo of like how he would act uh, in my, uh, my earlier short film, it's called Intrusion. Uh, and he was the star in that. And I just wanted to see if he can, because uh, he's never actually acted before. That uh, Intrusion was the first time that he acted. Uh, and then he went into the door, but I wanted to make sure that he had like the acting chops, if that makes sense. Um, and then Neil, who's played by Romeo Sanchez, uh, we got him through, uh, what is it called, backstage? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, our um, we had an amazing um, uh, casting director who was also a student at DeSales who really um, helped with the process of fielding um, submissions and audition tapes. Um, and we got to do some Zoom auditions and Romeo just really stood out from the crowd. We had some good auditions, but um, I was I was watching not only our our auditions and our actors, but like watching Nick and Nick's reaction. I was like, yeah, this this is the guy. This is the guy. Um, so Romeo was an amazing person to work with, just amazing on set, amazing on camera, such as we had a, the one shooting day. He just basically spent the whole day in the mud in her, and we felt so terrible, but he was such a pleasure and a joy throughout the whole process. And then I also want to just bring up uh, our other actor, Sean, uh, Sean Ream, I believe it's how you pronounce his last name. Yeah. That man is, he played Trenton, the cult leader. And he just absolutely, I still remember to this day, the audition, um, I was absolutely floored by it. And uh, he is like my favorite thing about this film, uh, just the way he carries himself and, and just the intimidating presence that he, he brings to the screen. So you got some like some key kind of like costume design uh, and kind of makeup. Where did you guys, so th this was all film students? This is all people from yep. your class who did everything? Mm -hmm. Everybody on our team besides the, uh, the actors are our DeSales team. So those were all just students that were in our class. Um, some, you know, the seniors, some underclassmen, uh, and we all came together to, to make this. Uh, so we're all students just making a film. And you got some blood, I guess, right? Like from the leg, that's pretty, like, so, so you somebody like, was the people who were like, this is what they want to do with their career? Like they want to be makeup people, makeup specialists who did all the stuff for you or? Oh. Uh, Jesky, our cinematographer, had idea of that blood shooting out. Um, and he set up this kind of contraption. Uh, he like pumped some, I don't even, I, I can't explain it. He like pumped air into a thing and then it shot out. Um, that was really fun. I, I, he wanted to do, you know, mainly cinematography. Um, Emma, Emma Fine was our, uh, she did, you know, production design, makeup, hair, uh, along with Natalie Clark and Jordan Harris. And they did a fantastic job, uh, you know, dressing those costumes, uh, dressing the set, making these leaves in a circular form, uh, making sure that Neil, like the close up on his his wound was taken care of and and looking gruesome enough. And uh, then always uh, making sure that the makeup that's on Sean's face is uh, just, you know, continuing to make that look sa the same way between like different days of shooting. Um, it was very impressive. I'm very happy with the work that they did to make this.
Yeah, it's a real, it's a real. Go ahead, Emma Lola. I was just to say that uh, that special effects shot of the of the gun wound. Um, if I remember correctly, Jesse basically Jerry rigged a vacuum, um, and kind of like a tube and a straw and ran it up the legs. And then when he released that pressure, that vacuum, it, it shot out. But we only had the one pair of pants that we could ruin. We only, we only had that one pair left from shooting. So we spent, I think, two hours setting that shot up and practicing that move and practicing the timing without ever releasing the blood. So that was like a one take and that was it. But we spent, we spent like two hours setting that shot up. Wow. So, so there's a lot of care put in the film because it's a pretty, because uh, like you said, you did four, you spent four days out there. That's pretty, I guess you had a, like, did you have, you have, you have issues with lighting? I guess you had a certain, you only had a certain shoot in a certain time. Jeez, if we had to wait until, and there's like behind the scenes footage, there's pictures of this where we're just looking up at the sky to make sure that these clouds, like we got to get the, the just short amount of time in between cloud cover uh, to get these shots off. And that was uh, that was the whole lot of time that we spent just kind of waiting in the shade and waiting for the sun, or then waiting for the clouds to cover up the sun. Um, it was a whole back and forth. I remember the like I think it was the very last day um, or the third day of shooting in that that you know spot. We took care of most of the stuff that we wanted to film, and then we all just kind of like had essentially like a big like glorified picnic because we were just waiting for the sun to kind of go down and get a little bit darker. Um, that was very nice and a very nice way to just kind of almost relax after all this, this stressful mm -hmm. shooting. We also had to um, carry the door in and out of that field about a mile, a mile and a half into the field every day. <laughs> um, and the first day that we showed up, the park had given us like the, the code to the gate so that we could drive our cars to the field. And um, none of us could figure out how to open it. We didn't know if the code was wrong or what was going on. So our first AD and our gaffer literally took this massive threshold and door that weighs probably 30 pounds, 40 pounds over their heads and just like hiked it a mile and a half into the woods. Um, so each day, was a process to yeah. even just get going you had to get to the location and then you had to drive and or hike into the woods we could only take i think two cars back so you were either hitching a ride if you were lucky or you were walking all the way back oh wow okay so it's quite the film experience then so nicholas you uh in your director statement you get kind of personal you talk about uh how this is kind of like a film kind of like uh your allegory to death this is almost like a kind of a therapeutic film for you. I guess you experienced some some tragedy in your family and uh, right before you wrote the screenplay. Yes. So um, in the, the the winter break that we had, um, you know, I think it was between 2020 and 2021, that winter break, um, I lost. So I lost my dog. I lost a close family friend and um, I lost another friend. Uh, from work, she was a volunteer and, and an incredibly pure soul. Um, so all three of these losses really affect me uh, very personally and very deeply. So I wanted to kind of make a film, it essentially changed the way that this short film was gonna work. Um, after I re realized, you know, there's something that I can say on this um, and there's a way that I could kind of uh, 
go through a, a sort of, you know, catharsis. I could kind of release these emotions that I've been feeling. Um, so in a way, I wanted to make a film off of my fear of death and not my own death, but the death of a loved one. Um, and that's the kind of like hidden meaning behind this. Um, you can kind of see that uh, through there. And it's essentially, you know, and, and I do say this in my director's statement, you know, it's death is almost like a door. You know, yeah. once you pass through there, you don't know what happens on the other side. You don't know if you're ever going to see those people again um, or, you know, just feel their presence. And I wanted to capture that feeling. Um, and I think Romeo did a fantastic job of having that, of, of expressing the feeling of getting over a loss and then going right into another loss. Uh, and that was personally a feeling that I felt that winter break. And I felt it was important to, because I know, you know, through COVID, I know that people were suffering very much. People have lost people that they care about. Um, and I felt that it was important to kind of show this process. And hopefully in that way, I would make people feel less alone um, or, you know, just kind of something to connect with that way. Gotcha. Well, uh, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's like the door, the metaphor of the door too, is that but as soon as you enter that door, you can't come back either, right? So like your yep. door is closed and you're not able to, so you're, it's almost like it's literally the unknown, right? So you're entering something that, that you, you're like, I could, we enter a door every day, but you can come back to the other side, right? With this, Absolutely. This is a situation where it's like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like there, there is something symbolic, of course, with the door, I guess, right? Yep, yep. So what did you guys think about the audience feedback uh, video that we sent you? What did you think about their reactions? Ella, do you want to go first? Yeah, um, it was kind of surreal uh, because, you know, we've seen success, I think, that you hope for when you put your film out there, but you don't really expect or anticipate to actually come to fruition. You're just like, I really am proud of what I did and I hope other people like it. Um, but I think the the door is up to 13 awards, I think at this point. And um, I think I can speak for both of us. We've been very humbled um, by the success and the feedback. And, you know, you show your friends and you show your family and they're like, oh, good job, Beth, you did great. It's like, well, you're also, you love me as a person. So like, you're going to be positive. Um, but to see total strangers give us positive feedback and to catch on to that subtext and the message and the heart and the care that Nick put into the script and that um, our crew and our cast tried very hard to carry through with the rest of the film and the cinematography and the um, set dress and design. Um, it was it was really cool to see other people outside of friends and family appreciate and catch on to those things and, and give positive feedback. Very validating. I uh, suffer a lot, uh, and I'm sure a lot of filmmakers suffer from imposter syndrome. Um, you know, the month or so after you release something, you constantly have this battle within yourself and you're like, is that really, you know, should I really feel proud of this? You know, did I really make an accomplishment here? Um, is this truly like the best that I can do? Um, and, you know, I, I grapple with that and I'm sure a lot of other people do, but when I saw the feedback and when I, I listened to what everyone said and how sincere they were uh, in their feedback, and again, like Ella said, just picking up on 
those little things that I hid throughout the film, um, it was it was emotional. It was again one of the most validating feelings um, I felt throughout this entire process of creating this film. Uh, this was it was more it meant more to me than any award possibly could. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, it's so great to hear. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. So we so that's sort of what our tension is. And I'm glad that you accomplished. So yeah, I do want to point out you, you mentioned the awards. It's like your film is doing well, like it's doing well on the festival circuit, uh, student film, and it's 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 getting the awards on in uh, and especially in I guess in the horror uh, thriller genres, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and again, it's it's something you you put your work out and you hope for, but um, I personally have been really really blown away by the amount of success and interest that people have shown in uh, the first one that came through. I was like jumping up and down in the kitchen, on, um, <laughs> you know, just really excited, really of like oh my gosh, all this hard work and working through COVID and all of the restrictions we had to face and the struggles with classmates getting sick and whole departments getting taken down from COVID. I think the whole other creative uh, departments at DeSales Dance and Theater basically like got shut down from COVID and, and film was the last one standing and we we're just praying, I was praying every day like we got to make it through to the end of the semester here, at least until we finish filming. And it made a lot of sleepless nights feel very worth it. Absolutely. Yes. It made everything so worth it. And, you know, it's not just necessarily winning things. It's the fact that people mm -hmm. watched this film and it connects with people. Um, and just, you know, just the selection means the world to me, uh, but, you know, an award also is, is such a validating uh, and rewarding feeling. So the, your, your, your school, the, like certain areas, certain residents got, they, they, they someone did like, there was like a ripple effect of everybody caught COVID. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. Yes, it was rough. It was <laughs> like, honestly, they were like three different times throughout the production of this where I was like, I'm I need to make like a, a, like, like a toned down script. So that way we could do this with like, just like three people if it comes down to that. Um, so at one point there was a plan B and a plan C. Thank God we didn't have to go through these, you know, contingency plans. Um, but yeah, at one point, like the, the other departments just were dropping like flies and everybody in our, our film department was just like really like battening down the hatches, like no, no get togethers, you know, constantly, you know, staying true to these COVID protocols. Uh, and we did it. We all got through with no, no hassles, no shutdowns. Thank God. The seniors were also not above threatening the underclassmen. <laughs> it was just like, we, we understand that like, it's college. You're here to have fun. You're here yeah. to have a good time as well as learn. If any of you screw up, I'll say come for you. Yeah, they were good. Our our whole department is very serious in wanting to work hard and wanting to produce good content. So every everybody was on board of like, yeah, we got to be careful. We got to make sure we can see the semester. Through. Our department had actually made us all essentially read uh what is it like the way back 
um, this like manual that, you know, they had in Hollywood uh, for actual like film productions uh, that, you know, details the exact steps and the procedures to take. And uh, we did have to do like that on, on set. So like we would have, um, what is it like staging and different like pods of, of crew members doing their own certain things kind of like away from each other um, to practice those protocols and following all of those guidelines to a T made me feel like if we could do this with such strict limitations, we could do this, you know, like a walk in the park when these were all taken off and we could just, you know. You said the way back. Did you mean don't look up? Head. Did you mean the movie don't look up or did like his way back was like, is that no. another movie? The, the way back was a manual uh, oh, okay. that came out in 2020 um, for, I think it was, uh, well, Ella, do you know the specifics? Essentially, we were, we as a, as a school were given the Hollywood standards of that point of what safety protocol was of each department within the film is a pod. So you've got your directing pod, which would be the director and the crew. I'm sorry, the cast. You've got your camera pod. You've got your special effects or makeup pod. And the idea being each pod is operating isolatedly and separately. So if, um, you know, if, if uh, Emma is on set dressing the door, making the door look nice, no one else is there. It's yeah. just her. And then she has to remove her team for the actors to come in. So you're kind of minimizing um the contact with each other which was a little isolating in in the sense of this is a very collaborative field but we were giving basically what hollywood um industry standards as quickly you know as this had become a standard but we were doing our best to follow that yeah so well like that's another conflict you had, you had to, get, to get through it's like you guys made it so you guys are both graduated now, so I know Nicholas. You guys want to make this uh, into a feature film. So, what's next for you? What do you, what are you guys doing now? Are you guys gonna stay in Pennsylvania? You're gonna move the move to New York or move to uh, Los Angeles? Like, do you have any plans? Ella, do you wanna go first? <laughs> um, I I actually hate myself enough to go back to school. Um, <laughs> I was just accepted to Fairleigh Dickinson University's film uh, grad program. Um, I hope one day to teach at the college level and be a professor. So I'm working on getting my master's so that once I get some experience out in the field, I can come back and, and help other students through the process. Gotcha. Ella, I am so proud of you for getting accepted. Congratulations. Oh, um, thank you. Of course, yes, for me, um, it's, it's like, I, I noticed that, or I acknowledge the fact that I have a, a very long road ahead of me um, because I, I do want to go into film direct. Um, I want to tell stories. I want to make films. Uh, I don't want to, you know, make commercials or do wedding videos, something like that. I want to have something that will touch people and make people feel emotions. Uh, so well, I, I think a start, wedding video, uh, like the person who got married, you're going to make them feel. I'm just kidding around. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I, I get that. Um, but yeah, I want to, uh, you know, I want to start working on film sets as soon as I possibly can. Uh, I'm going to start, you know, writing more. I have a, a creature feature in the works that I want to have as a, as a feature film. And I want to kind of do that before I do the feature film of the door, um, just so that way I know I can do a feature film 
And then, uh, you know, everything with the doors, just that's, that's like my magnum opus, uh, you know, essentially like that is how I'm going to get in the film career, uh, the film, you know, industry. That's just the way that I see it. Um, but I intend on sticking with the team that we, uh, shot this short film with, um, even throughout, you know, whatever I do next, uh, we had an incredible crew with us. Um, and yeah, I just want to keep making movies and keep doing everything the, the way that we did it on the door. Well, I wish you guys both the best and best of luck. We'll talk again uh, when you make your next film or when uh, yes, Ella brings in the new generation of great filmmakers. And uh, so congratulations on the success of this film. It's not easy especially for a student production to get the awards that you guys do. You guys are in the 1% uh, tile of, uh, of student films. So hopefully you're very proud and uh, hopefully this is the beginning of a beautiful uh, career for both of you. I'm hoping fingers crossed. <laughs> yes, sir. Hopefully Just stay with, stay the course and, and uh, fight your fears and, and make sure that your doubts uh, are you, you overcome those, uh, those insecurities. Right. So. Mm -hmm. every day all right have a good one thank you so uh, much you have too. a good Take night care. thank you one two three four five six seven eight shlemiel shlemazo hasenbeff incorporated